Hey y'all, it's Justine Mentor from Mentor Management. I'm an LA-based dance choreographer and educator turned career coach, and I'm all about inspiring, motivating, and educating professional dancers. I'm so excited to bring you Dance Careers Unfiltered, where we chat about the nitty-gritty behind the business side of the entertainment industry. The stuff that people don't know they need to know. Let's dive in. Welcome to Dance Careers Unfiltered. A couple of weeks ago, I taught an open house class at AMDA College in Hollywood. I've been on and off teaching there for about 10 years now and have seen so many dancers graduate and go on their way and do so many amazing things in the arts and also move on from dance to other things in their life. But after class, I was talking to a current student there and it sparked some inspiration as per usual. The student was chatting with me about a late start in dance, like around 16 or 17 and was really worried about the networking aspect because they started so late and didn't meet as many people as someone who started when they were, say, three years old. What really stood out for me was the concern about making dance a sustainable living and also checking all the boxes for all the creative fulfillments that you want to achieve. I know that there's a lot of young dancers out there who feel really stressed about this topic. Can you make a living through dance that's comfortable? There's unfortunately no black and white answer to this, and it depends on the type of things that you want to do and the type of things that you want to achieve, but also with the acknowledgement that a lot of that will change as you get older in life and different things come your way and your perspective and your priorities start changing. But I know for many young dancers, the concern doesn't always come from that. The concern doesn't always come from themselves. It comes from their parents or guardians, which isn't necessarily from a bad place when we speak of that, but it just comes from an area where they just don't understand. They don't know. I talk about this often where most people don't understand the grit and determination and the work that goes into being a working artist. Hey y'all, interrupting this episode to bring you some big news. My virtual group mentorship program has been revamped and is now back and bigger than ever. Not only will we have our usual mentorship, monthly meetings, 24-7 group chat, and exclusive discounts, we'll now also be joined by new guest mentors every month from all different walks of the dance industry. Commercial, concert, Vegas, Nashville, NYC, and of course, that LA life. Check out justinementor.com slash mentoru-crew to sign up and learn more. That's N-N-T-R-U-crew. And don't forget about the freebies. You can find my latest Reels cheat sheet, Super great for planning out your reel shoot or just some video content creation at justinementor.com slash reels. And of course, you can always jump into a free 20-minute one-on-one consultation that you can find at justinementor.com slash shop. Back to the episode. I spoke about it in my misconceptions episode this season, and I've spoken about it on a number of occasions, and I've posted about it too. One of my most popular Instagram posts was a picture of an iceberg, noting how much of what people see versus how much they don't. So most of the time, it's not coming from a place of not wanting you to be happy or pursue what you want to pursue. It's coming from a place of wanting you to have stability and have comfort in your life as you move forward in your adult life. Because they're seeing things from like a zoomed out perspective, right? Not just from like the beginning of adulthood, but usually a little bit further on or much more further on than you because they're older than you, generation older. So they have a different perspective. And also, they don't know what they don't know. There's no manual, there's no guidebook, 
or perfect formula for being a professional dancer or choreographer. Another one of the questions that came up in this conversation is that the notion of doing a lot of things that interest you and having a hard time fitting it all in, like really wanting to try a cruise and really wanting to feed your artistic soul on a dance company and really wanting to dabble in commercial work and also really wanting to go overseas or do Broadway. And there's a lot of opportunities and a lot of avenues to explore as a dance artist. But that can be really overwhelming and really intimidating because of the fact that there is no manual. You don't know if something is going to work or not. There's no like specific equation. So you're always going into these situations of trying new things with an element of trust and also an element of trepidation. There's a lot of fear wrapped up in all of that. Like, will I make it? Will this work? That's the age old question, right? Will I be enough? Will my talent show up for me? Do I have the right look? Do I have the right package? Can I book this? Can I feed myself, pay my rent? There's so many questions and so much uncertainty that when we're trying to choose what we want to do, it makes it so overwhelming. I think I've actually spoken about this before. And if not, here you go. And especially if it's your first time here or one of your first few episodes, then for sure, this is your first time hearing this. But I call a lot of this, the cheesecake factory syndrome. Okay. Hear me out. Have y'all ever been there? The cheesecake factory menu is a novel. There are probably like 15 pages in there and every single type of food that you can think of that you might want that day. Not to mention the 30 different kinds of cheesecake that they have on the menu waiting for you for dessert. I don't know about y'all, but this creates a lot of craziness in my brain. When we have a lot of choices and a lot of desires all conflicting and all happening at the same time, it makes it almost impossible to make a decision or a good decision, mind you. I would assume this happens for a lot of people, and it is known to be the case psychologically. When you're presented with too many choices, it's difficult to make one choice. If you go to a restaurant that has six things on the menu, and one type of drink, take for instance, in and out It's really easy to decide what you're going to get there. Do you want a single or a double or a double-double? And what kind of milkshake? Oh, there's three kinds? Great. Easy decision-making. You know exactly what you're heading into. You know exactly what your choices are. It's really, really simple. And it's not so loud. On the other hand, when you go to Cheesecake Factory and you're sifting through a novel and there's so many things that you might want to eat, but you can only choose one because right at that moment, there's only one thing that you can eat. You're not going to order everything on the menu because it would be impossible for you to consume that much food in one sitting. It's the same thing with dance jobs or any creative job for that matter. You can't go on a cruise and be on a company and dance in a music video all at the same time. It's just not going to work like that. Your body is not capable of that. And furthermore, You can't be in three places at one time. It's just not possible for you. And I have to learn this personally more and more that there's just like a lot on my plate and I can't consume all of that all at one time. It adds stress and it adds unnecessary noise in your life. But in the real world of things and in the dance world of things, there is a lot on the menu, like I spoke about it before, but I think at least being mindful of all of that as you start to navigate your professional career 
can at least get you through some of those mental roadblocks that you might face. So the question that becomes, when you have a lot of interest and a lot of passion and a lot of projects that you want to pursue, can you do it all? The answer that I give everybody here is yes, you can do it all, but not at the same time. You have to find a focus and a starting point. You have to narrow down your menu of choices. Maybe think of the top three things that you want to achieve in your lifetime and then go from there because you have to start somewhere. And the only way that you're going to know if you can achieve something is if you can actually try and do it. Not if you think about doing it or wonder forever if it's possible for you to do that thing. The only way you're going to know if it works or doesn't work or if you like it or don't like it is if you actually jump in or if you actually order it from the menu and take a bite. I think you could use a bit of criteria for choosing the thing you want to start with while drowning out the rest of the noise and making sure that you focus in on what it is that you're trying to do. If you start thinking ahead to five years down the line, maybe when you want to transition into creative direction or choreography, then you're not going to be giving all that you can right now in the moment because you're going to be so focused on something else. Honestly, the best way that I've done that for myself is by writing it down. And I don't mean typing it in my notes app. I mean, old school pen to paper or pencil to paper, whatever your favorite method is, because it just gets it out of your brain in a different way. We're so used to being tapped in digitally all the time and on a screen that sometimes when you change it up and you're able to express yourself, not just through dance, but actually just writing and getting your thoughts out in a different way, it can really open up a lot for you. If you're ever feeling lost or overwhelmed, then the best thing to do is concentrate on the now, not the later. And then settle into that and be confident in your choice. You can still be strategic. Say, for instance, you want to get into acting, but you're also a dancer. So maybe you pursue dance first because I think you might have more opportunity to do acting for a longer time because it's not body dependent. So that becomes where the strategy comes in a little bit. But the real strategy is just going with your gut, doing what feels right for you at the time, knowing that it may or may not feel right for you later. So basically, what I would do is write down your top three dream jobs or job titles that you want to have, write some action steps out that will take you to those things and dive in because the rest is going to be out of your hands. You're not going to know what you want to do until you're doing maybe something else that doesn't fit you or feel good. Or maybe there's something you thought you really wanted to do. And once you got there, you realized that it wasn't bringing you any joy. You realize the actual reality of the situation doesn't actually fit your expectations. So I hope this releases a little bit of the pressure. I hope it gives you an action step for starting. And I hope it gets you unstuck. And I hope that you always take my Cheesecake Factory analysis to heart. Remember, you can always book a free consult with me to work all this ish out, and I'm happy to do it and listen and be of service. You can find the link in the show notes or go to justinementor.com slash shop to find a time that works for you. As always, it's a pleasure. See y'all next time. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to check out mentor.management on Insta and justinementor.com slash mentor management 
That's M-N-T-R-M-G-M-T. Check out the show notes to find links to my offerings and today's guest. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show. See you next time.